Long ago in ancient times, there was a scroll of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch things pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I am Jake. And we are watching the Mystic Knights of Tiernano. That is correct. We are. And today's episode is entitled The Kells Curse, or The Curse of Kells, or some variants some, of some those words. Those words are all in the title. Um, It was dumb. Do you, do you remember when the Power Rangers were children? That must have made some money, I guess. So they were like, what if the Mystic Knights were children? Uh... I do. I also know for a fact that those episodes are not very good. Well, neither is this one. <laughs> Fair. Um, and there's no time travel magic involved. It's the this, this is, is a flashback. Yeah, this episode. is just remembering. Um, and the kids' accents. Pretty, Pretty good. okay. Yeah, yeah but uh, just as good, if not better, than the adults. <laughs> Acting suffers, but they're children, so... Remind me, when the Power Rangers were children, were there also alien rangers around yep. to be the Power Rangers? Because you can't be a, a, a child. I mean, you have to be a teen to be a Power Ranger, but... Uh, so they had to get the Aquatarian Power Rangers, who were from the Sentai entitled... Uh, I had it on the tip of my head just then, and now it's gone. Kaku Ranger. There it is. Well, I just... I mentioned that because... They there's at no point are there Mystic Knights in this episode. <laughs> like they don't ever put on their You're armor. Right. Yeah, I bet that was pretty cheap to do. Yeah, this is the least expensive episode yet. There's one very small, poor CGI monster for a second. Yeah, and uh, oh, a CGI floating head. <laughs> yeah, there's some poofs though. Well, expensive poofs. Anyhow, um, yeah, this was not a very good episode, but we do get the origin of some stuff. Yeah, we get some backstory, I guess, on some things. Not like any motivation behind it. No, it it just makes it's just a shitty. But we open up and we're in the wizard keep, and Kahad is sprinkling sparkle salt into a bowl, and it explodes. And Deirdre, Angus, and Rowan are there watching him do it, discussing. The fact that he's doing it. I think Ivar... Where's Ivar? Does he comes he... in later. Oh, okay. I was like, I know he was there. En- he's entering just now. I was oh, like, okay. what the fuck are you kids doing? And they're like, sit down. The dog was bothering me at this point, so I was ah, paying attention. Fair enough. And Ivar asks, what? Why? What? And Deirdre's like, the curse. Don't you know the curse? He's like, another one? I've only lived here for 27 episodes. <laughs> There's an entirely separate curse from the last curse that you had to do a weird thing for? <laughs> And uh, the Kahad's like, hey, can you assholes shut up for a minute? If you keep interrupting me, the curse is going to come back. Then, so we, I I have a lot of things to say, but we find out a lot of information about this curse later. Sure. But we find out that it makes you go to sleep for half a day? It makes you feel sick for half a day. Okay. So. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, yeah. So if it came back, it wouldn't like. I mean, I guess Maeve could attack, but that's about it. But she does that literally every day. Yeah. And it's usually afternoon when it happens. And I bet so. the Mystic Knights' armor probably. probably would protect them from the curse. So. Yeah. So 
But anyway, flashback. Yeah, Ivar's like, what? And Cod has a sit down and he starts telling a story about the old times. We get to see King Dad without his beard. He looks like Joey Gladstone. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the same hair, the same face shape as Dave Coulier. Yeah. He just has a really, like, Uh, 90s dad look. Well, yeah, but he looks a lot thinner than Dave Coulier. Take that, Dave. That was Coulier to Dave. He'll get you, Sky. He's got nothing to lose. And nothing to do. Um, But we see a tiny Deirdre. She's she's skilled in the harp, and she's complaining because if she were a boy, she'd be learning war stuff instead of harp stuff. She's not wrong. She is not wrong. And we see Torque. He's wearing the Kells stuff. This is before he betrayed the king. Uh, don't worry. That's coming. Um, <laughs> they they mentioned that Torque is, like, the king's most trusted advisor. He's like a brother to him. Yep. They fought battles together. He's currently leader of the Kells army. Yeah. Like, apparently, Maeve is a new queen, and she wants to meet with them, or they're scheduling a meetup because they want to discuss a truce or a peace or something yeah. betwixt their kingdoms. I think King Dad says something like, I, his, her dad was easier to deal with or something like that. Yeah. And then we cut to the Kahad. He's been picking herbs like he likes. He um looks exactly the same. Yep. Everyone else looks younger in this. He's but got he different looks- robes. Not different enough that I notice. Yeah, they're just slightly different colors. But um, he finds a bunch of kids throwing rocks at a boy. He's like, stop throwing rocks at that boy. And then they don't. To be fair, this boy has a sword and a shield, and he's just blocking those rocks. He's clearly part of it. Yep, because he keeps telling them, throw more rocks. Yeah, and uh, the other boy is like charging them like four rocks to whip it in. Oh, is that what was happening? Yeah. Okay. I think he's like got like acorns or something. And then rocks for more money. I see. Um, and then to Cod tells him to stop. And then to prove his point, he, he's, I guess he was trying to save this boy from being bullied. But then he throws a monster at him. Yeah. Instead, this, these boys aren't going to get to eat because he interrupted their grift. <laughs> so they don't have any money now. Yeah. It's Rowan and Angus, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Surprise. They're just exactly like their adult counterparts. Yeah. So I guess they only have the one change of clothes. Um, but yeah, Cod summons up a monster with a sword and it attacks Rowan and he just stabs it in the stomach because even as a little boy, he was hard as nails. He like conjures it to scare the other children away, but he conjures it in a manner that it attacks Rowan. It's like facing Rowan to attack him. Yep. It's super weird. And then Cod decides that this boy is his now. (laughs) He sure does. (laughs) He asks him where his parents are and he's like, they're dead or whatever. Cod's like, all right, well, you're my boy now. Yeah. I just found a boy. This come, is my boy. Come back to my wizard's keep and I'll show you some stuff. Nothing weird. I'll show you some neat stuff. You ever had wine? <laughs> I can just magic some powder at you and you fall right asleep. And then he sees this the weird mark on, uh, on Rowan's arm. He's like, this means you're going to be important later to the plot. Yeah. So you're my boy now. Come do magic until you you're plot relevant, please. So Cod abducts this young man. What a time when you could just like be like, that one's mine now, I think. <laughs> I found him. He ain't got no parents, so I don't have to give them money for him. I feel him. like even if he did, it wouldn't be that hard to take him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, you know, feudal times. You can just take someone and then yeah. no one will ever know. They'll just assume that you died in a field. <laughs> as was the style at the time. 
so we cut to the throne room and King Dad is with Tiny Deirdre and she's complaining about being treated like a, a girl, uh, meaning she can't sit in on war stuff. I feel like it doesn't help his full houseness that he is like always talking to a young child and like squatting <laughs> down and like bopping her on the nose or to be fair know. he's sitting in his throne at the time he's i not... i know but he's like down on her level it just it gives me a lot of full house vibes <laughs> well that's just part of child psychology until you get him to listen it's but he's like you smacking. can sit in on this war council but like not the one later because it's about adult stuff uh, probably plotting por- murders the porno war council <laughs> <laughs> and then rowan comes running in through the th- the doors and he's got his sword brandished and he's fighting some guards and he's besting them and king dad's just like what the fuck i you two are the worst it's hard to tell how much longer later this is but either either he's been there and and king dad doesn't know or the first thing rowan did was just like antagonize the guards um hard to say he's wearing the same clothes they all are. Yep. So, but he, he, there's more, like, shenanigans, and then uh, Kahad shows up. He's like, this is my boy that I found, and it's mine now. <laughs> and Tyr just like, I don't want this dirty boy in my castle. Because, you know, he was an orphan. And King Dad's like, shh, wizards have rights, too, <laughs> to take Look, boys for their own. Clearly he abducted this child, and he belongs here now. So, Kahad, get this shit in order. So, Kahad leads the the young lad that he just kidnapped off to the wizard keep for not nefarious reasons completely um and torque comes in and uh, king dad decides that they're going to discuss some about stuff later so he leaves deirdre behind i guess they're heading off to queen mav's castle at this yeah. time so that happens and then <laughs> in the wizard keep he puts Rowan to work sweeping the floors. He's like, I know I just abducted you today, but I completely trust you to be alone with my magical artifacts. I'm going to fuck off. I'm going to go pick more herbs. And then Angus appears out of fucking nowhere. Did he climb out of the chimney? I what think happened so, yeah. I now? think he came out of the chimney. And right away, Angus is like, huh, wizard stuff, huh? I bet I could fence this fucking silver goblet for a lot. <laughs> so, Well, here's the thing, young lad. You're, you're very little, and you'll probably get murdered for it. That's true. At the very least, you'll get fleeced. So he starts... Angus just grabs handfuls of magic powders and puts them in a pestle. And Rowan's like, don't do that. But then, like, a second later, he's like, yeah, let's fuck this shit up. And he continues to tell him he's doing it wrong while he's doing it. Like, You've been here for 20 minutes, as far as we know. (laughs) And then there's a box with a single fucking feather in it. That they, like, argue over who's going to open it so the feather falls into the magic powders. It's preposterous we don't get any explanation as to what kind of feather that is why it's so magical i guess or why it's summoned zordon's face i guess it's this fake zordon's feather (laughs) he's a chicken man it might be it's pretty blurry but uh uh, like the the powders spark up and there's some blue smoke and then there's a face that appears in it and he yells at them for waking him up it's sort of a genie but it's not because chicken men need their sleep that's true he is very pissy and then he's like, well, fuck this. You guys are cursed. And then this face disappears and some mist flies through the castle and knocks everybody down. It makes them feel real bad in their tum-tums to the point where they fall down face first. But it doesn't affect Rowan and 
Well, no, the uh, Kahad leaders explains that it was their fault, so they don't get punished. Oh, okay. It's like, I think what? I checked out a couple times. <laughs> I was definitely looking up Stanley Funkos during this time. <laughs> um, Did you get him? I didn't, not oh. yet. Uh, so there's an act break, and when we come back, Kahad has also been afflicted with whatever the curse is, and he's explaining all of the things that I just told Jake. And, um, like, there's a, <laughs> there's one guy on his knees just acting his heart out, looking super upset. Yeah. And his hair is too long. And Kahad's just like, you guys bonered up super bad. What is Kahad doing, though? He's, like, clutching that guy's, like, shoulder. He's trying to make him feel better. Physical contact will make you feel better. Will it? I don't know. It's not working in this instance. So we cut over to Castle Maeve, or Tamara, or whatever, talking to Maeve. And King Dad's just like, we shouldn't fight because it's bad for both of our countries. And Maeve is like, I want your land because I'm entitled to it for reasons I'm never going to make clear. And Torque's like, we got good defenses on our borders. And Maeve's like, I know all about your defense. And she explains exactly what's there. And uh, <coughs> Deirdre, Deirdre's here too. She's crawling around behind the guards. And no... Even as goddamn children, the knights could just sneak in and out of this fucking castle. And on their way out, Torque and King Dad see her. And uh, she's like, what's going on? And King Dad's like, oh, I guess we got a traitor. And uh, she's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, which it does. I mean, you don't want a traitor. It's true. It's bad for everybody. But that's pretty much it. Nobody noticed Deirdre. This child snuck into the into the fucking witch's keep. No problem. Ugh. So the uh, everybody gets home and Torque's like, where are the soldiers? And King Dad also asks that. And Kahad, who also feels bad, uh, explains that uh, this boy fucked up real bad and there's a curse. Surprise. But it should be over soon. Apparently, <laughs> it's a very... Very specific curse that'll By affect midday. you for one day a year for like six hours. And King Dad says pretty specifically to Torque, we can't let the traitor know. We can't let Queen Mav know that we'll be sick until noon. And Torque's like, yeah, I got this. And then he dips out. Who could the traitor be? Hard to say. It's not like we have previous information. Probably Angus. Maybe. So, uh... Having brought this terrible business to the castle, the punishment is fitting in that he has to clean all the floors. I'm assuming that there there were many throw-ups. Yeah, you gotta clean up all the vomits you caused. Yeah, that that seems more than fair. So in the course of his cleaning, uh, Rowan finds Angus, who's hiding under a bed? I think so. Table? It's hard to say. Angus blames Rowan as he's getting dragged out because he doesn't want to I don't know, hang to death. <laughs> Hard to say what they would do to a kid in this instance. Especially, like, because, like, Angus has, like, a immunity because he belongs to the wizard. But they would, I guess they would just kill uh, Angus. I think I said Angus before. I meant Rowan. All right, they're the, basically the same person. Yeah. Rowan has the immunity and they would just kill Angus, I think. That seems likely. Because, um, yeah, Kaha didn't take two boys. He only took the one boy. Yeah. You can't take two boys. That's gross. And greedy. Um, 
But Angus says to Rowan, what if we go and find out who the traitor is and then we'll use that information to not be murdered by King Dad? And I mean, Rowan says no at first, but he's a pushover. So he's like, whatever, let's do this. Deirdre snuck in. And then we cut over to Queen Mav as she's talking to the traitor. And of course, it's fucking Torque. Who else would it have been? Well, there was a second where I thought maybe I mean, there is a reveal as though we didn't immediately know this, that we didn't know that the guy who works with her now was the guy who, who started working with her at some point. Right. Who they established is the traitor and used to work with King Dad. Right. And she gives him gold for the information. And he's like, I want I'm not in this for the gold. And she's like, I know captain of the guard, even though he's a captain of the guard. For yeah, the Captain other. of the Guard seems like a lower status than he had at Kells. Yeah. Because he's like head general or whatever, second in command. But, but he does get a nice hat. Yeah, it's true. The hat that he gets from Queen Mav is cooler than the hat that he got from King Dad. We didn't see how he got a stupid scar yet, though. Which is something uh, I thought they would reveal. Oh, no. It, he So the person who stole the chalice has a scar, not right. got the scar. Okay. So maybe that's something we'll get to see later. I doubt it. So th- then briefly, we see this uh, watch commercial. Tell me what these watches are. So these watches were kind of like Tamagotchis in that, that they had a button you could press and it would yell a thing at you. Like they had like personalities. It would just yell a thing at you. Yeah. You didn't have it to had poop a little it face. and stuff. Right. Oh. Had a little face you could talk at. What were they called? I do not remember. Ah, they don't say in that and commercial. It doesn't reverse. Yeah. We could look it up it later. It doesn't reverse. <laughs> it doesn't. It can't rewind. We tried that once and it didn't work. Rats. Um, so Angus and Rowan are, try to escape with the knowledge and then a guard catches them. But then they, I don't know, like Rowan bends down behind him and Angus pushes him. You know, this child pushes a grown man. Yeah, but when there's another person bending over behind you, you can, it's real easy. Is it? Yeah, watch. I'll push you down. <laughs> you will need somebody to stand behind my knees. You'll Katie. <laughs> She's busy. And the dog is gone. Damn. So they push down the one guy and then they run out the door and then two other guards pop out and they three stooges into the door. And that's how Rowan and Angus escape the castle. It's ridiculous. I hate it. <laughs> so, but they, they, they run the football field home and they tell King Dad all about Torque betraying them. And he doesn't ask for any validation or proof of this. He immediately believes it. And he's like, how would... If they're coming, how could we defend ourselves? There's only five of us. Yeah. I guess, to be fair, Torque isn't there. <laughs> yeah. But then King Dad remembers Home Alone. Right. <laughs> because Queen Mab's troops are on the move, and they're headed by by Torque. And uh, so th- they realize that the, it's almost midday, so they really just have to delay Torque and the troops until midday. So King Dad throws on a cloak and hides his face and leads some sheep in the road, which slows down the army. Because they're like, we can't get past them sheeps. We, we can't just murder these animals, even though we're planning to go murder they're a whole not, bunch of folk. They're not people. <laughs> and then Angus and Roan whip rocks at the troops from a cliff or something. Yeah, and one of them yells, we're under attack. And then they see two children standing on a ledge, and they're like, we need to retreat. And Torque's like, no, you imbeciles, keep going. So and they do. And then they get to a pile of brush in the in the road and they're like, There's a, there's blocked. It's blocked. We can't. Yeah. And then King Dad shoots a, a fiery arrow at it so it catches fire and scares them. Yeah. 
doing good so far. Um, so King Dad meets up with uh, with the rest of his army consisting of Kahad, uh, Deirdre, Angus, and Rowan. And Rowan's like, I'm going to fight him. I'll fight him with my tiny sword. Uh, instead, Kahad gives him some magic powder and uses his druid magics to make a bunch of illusions of some folk. Like, it looks as though the some of the troops of the Kells army have come up. <laughs> he uh Angus er, Rowan spreads that powder out like and then Kahad like blasts it with his hands and then the army grows out of it like a little the little snakes you get on the fourth of July, like <laughs> <laughs> But with blue magic instead of yeah. smoke. And men instead of snakes. Right. And uh right away Torx recognizes this as wizard magic. He's like, because the troops all are pretty eager to turn tail and run, but Kahad's like, don't, no, it's fine. We just gotta, if we touch them, they'll pop or whatever. And then immediately the wizard gets tired and can't do it anymore. Yep. So King Dead picks up his children and the the wizard and they run back to the castle and Torque's just like, yeah, see, let's keep going. So they do that. That trick bought them almost 10 seconds. (laughs) Seems like, but... Midday is creeping up, so they're hoping to just bust in and kill everyone, and then the castle will be theirs. Um, so, we don't get any explanation as to why Torque betrayed the king. It seems entirely voluntary. He seemed like he wanted a higher position in life, but he got this... If it, At worst, he got an equilateral move. Yeah. Like, he didn't get anything better. Aside from his cooler hat. Yeah, he did get a better hat. But there seems to be a lot more uh, open sunshine in the <laughs> in the Kells castle, so I think he gave that up to stand in a fucking room lit by one candle. And have a lady constantly scream at you. Yeah. Um, and then have her team up with a weird little goblin. Yeah. So uh, the Tamras like, smash open the gates with a battering ram, and they surround the King Dad, and he's standing there in the middle with a sword. And he and, tells everyone else to get. And they don't just group stab him, which is something I would have assumed they'd do. Yeah. Everyone just run in with your sword down. Like, maybe one of you won't survive this, but that's just one of you. Yeah. So, King Dad is terrible at fight choreography. This, uh, So, this fight choreography is, uh, I would describe it as, like, really good community theater <laughs> fight choreography. Like, if you saw this on the stage, you're like, this isn't bad. They're doing a pretty good job. He is acting with a capital A. Yeah, he's got a lot of fancy footwork. Two big steps. Like, a, a lot of them. And he, he's like, Sky, this actor's probably a classically trained dancer, and he, he can't just turn that off. <laughs> Clearly. Um, at one point, Torque smacks the sword out of his hand and goes flying up the steps. <laughs> like, half a flight of stairs up. Goes and, far. But eventually, King Dad just throws Torque down them stairs. Yeah. And <laughs> Even for, a, like, a stunt person, that looks like it hurts. Yeah. I don't know if those are actually stone or not, but it would have hurt like a mofo. Yeah. Um, he Torque naturally pops right up, but Keeps he lost firing. a sword, so he grabs a spear from a different guy, and there's more fighting. Eventually, King Dad gets uh, uh, the wrong end of a, of a spear, and Deer just smacks Torque in the back of a head with a rock, because they're throwing rocks down with slings from the, from the castle walls. And then, when everything looks bleak... <laughs> it's apparently noon, and all Kel's troops are fine. And we know that because 
God just yells, the curse has lifted. I mean, he yells it. He <laughs> gives it his all. It is ridiculous. Uh, but the Tamar troops just run out. Uh, probably to their death because we see a bunch of Kells troops throwing spears. Yeah, we don't see any grizzly on-screen deaths, but I think they're there. There's at least three dudes that got impaled. I'm sure of it. Uh, but that that they're yay they done they done did it. And I guess this will be a yearly thing. Well, unless they appease the that spirit man. That's true. They did have to offer a sacrifice. No, I or it, something. It, I thought they just had to ask politely because that's what they do here. I guess that's true. So we cut back to the present date, and Angus fell asleep during the telling of the tale. To be fair, he was there. He knows how it goes. Um, and then out of nowhere, Zordon pops back out, and he's like, why'd you wake me up again? And they're like, can you not curse us? It's like, I wasn't going to. I was asleep. You assholes brought me here. Stop mixing the powders together that bring me yeah, here. just fucking leave me alone. How about that? You guys are my curse. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> but Zordon's like, yeah, I'm not going to curse you again this year. And Angus says, nice job. And that's basically the end. Pretty much. There's a stupid argument between Rowan and Angus about who started it and who did the powder f- from before, even though it was clearly Angus. I mean, Rowan did it under protest, but he still did it too. That's true. But Angus started it. At no point in any of this do we learn why King Dad decided he should grow a beard. <laughs> Or why Torque has that head scar, or really anything to the questions we actually had, not was there once a curse, or when did Torque betray the king? <laughs> I wonder what the wizard wore ten years ago. Yeah. Um, whiter robes. Yep. So Jake. Yes. What was the most horrific part? Um. I think uh, our earlier comparison to the, to the Power Rangers was the most terrific part. <laughs> that they th- they said, "Well, it worked here." <laughs> Did it though? I don't know. I remember enjoying it as a child, but I don't think I've seen it since then. Mm-hmm. Those episodes are not good. I feel like that's when things went off the rails and they ran out of footage and ideas. Well, no. What they had done is they worked themselves into a corner because they kept the Mighty Morphin suits when they were like three Sentai removed from that footage, so they had to do mostly American shit, except for the Zord fighting. Right. That makes sense. So they just said, make them children. We'll use some... Yeah, we'll get some new Power Ranger suits. That way they can reuse the footage that they had. Makes sense. That's why they changed the model of switching the suits and the actors every year. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you, gotta fo- you gotta follow what they're doing in Japan, otherwise it doesn't... Yeah. The formula falls apart. Yeah. It becomes less cheap to produce. Yeah, otherwise you're spending your money. Right? Fuck that. Scott, what did you think was turtle-rific? Uh, I don't know, man. This was pretty bad. I think it's pretty turtle-rific that even the children can sneak into the Maeve's castle <laughs> without any effort. Yeah. They seem to have an even easier time. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um... There's don't seem to be any people as a part of Maeve's kingdom. They all seem to be soldiers. That is absolutely true. Which is strange. Maybe that's why they need to take over Kells is so that they can have actual people and like <laughs> replenish, replenish their, their population. Yeah, they need women. <laughs> I mean, that could be. Maybe Maeve is everybody's mom. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's like a bee situation. <laughs> and like she lays a pile of eggs and they all fertilize it or something. Hmm. 
course. I don't know how bees work. <laughs> Is that how bees work? It's kind of how bees They poop work. out honey and then it's got eggs in it. Well, technically, they vomit out honey. Oh. Um, uh, no, the, the queen lays eggs. The males fertilize them. And that's really all the males do. The female bees do all the rest of the stuff. They would. Yeah, and do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, who's the most likable or effective character? I'll tell you, Sky. It is uh, Kaha the wizard. Which version? The uh, earlier one. The Classic prequel. <laughs> white robed uh, boy stealing okay. one, <laughs> and that's why because he he was in his prime when he was just stealing boys. <laughs> well, I mean, he stole boy. The he got boys, but he only wanted the one. And that we know of. He may have just finished... It could be a closet full of skeletons. He, he may have You're just right. finished a boy and needed to replenish his stock. <laughs> what a weird fucking show. This, this only goes back ten years, so... Yeah, that's fair. You know, he's he's hella old. Uh, I think it's pretty total... Turtle-rific, or no, I think that the most effective character <laughs> was probably... Torque, Because he... Kind of got stuff done. Until he bitched out at the end. Yeah, he didn't he didn't like fall for any of the tricks, the home alone tricks on the way to the castle. <laughs> it's true. When that paint can swung at him, he just stepped out of the way. He had that helmet, he didn't have to worry about it. It's true. He just didn't want paint on it. He just got it. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake. Yes. what would you do for a pop culture palette cleanse? Well, Sky. Um, I believe last week I said I had started to read volume three of the Umbrella Academy. Yep. Um, I finished it later that day and then I texted you about it, but I finished it. It's fine. It's not great. I don't love it. That's all. Well, I finished, uh, this, the, what is it called? The Rise of Kylo Ren, that series. Um, is that a comic or a book? Comic. There's, it's just four issues. It's fine. Um, <laughs> at, at their best, Star Wars comics are fine. Yeah. Sometimes uh, the art's neat. Uh you're not gonna read the ongoing Star Wars series. I doubt it. Okay, good. I'm gonna spoiler alert, don't uh just fast forward a few seconds if you're but I gotta tell Sky how stupid this is. <laughs> uh hit me. The the new the new series is only like three issues in. It takes place between a new hope I'm sorry, between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And um Two issues in, Leia got frozen in carbonite. Oh, yeah? That's a thing the comics love to do, is take a thing that happened in a movie and make it happen to another character, mm-hmm. and I hate it. There's no reason Leia should have gotten frozen in carbonite. I hate- it's so stupid. I'm sorry, where did you say this falls on the timeline? Uh, after Empire Strikes Back, sh- okay. they go back to to uh, Cloud City because Lando wants to rescue Lobot. Luke wants to find his lightsaber. <laughs> and Leia wants to they figure out how do to do great. I bet. <laughs> and Leia wants to figure out how to get Han out of carbonite. And uh, well, you just turn it off, as it turns out. Well, she has to learn the bu- the sequence of buttons to push, <laughs> and she's doing that. And then someone shows up and shoves her in the carbonite. And it's stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's really unnecessary. But I'd like to take a moment to talk about a comic book that is not fucking stupid, and that's the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers, whatever it's called. What is it even called? I. I think that might be it. I don't remember it, if it has a crossover name. I, I'm not sure either. But it is rad as hell. It's super good. The art is amazing. Uh, it's So far, three issues in, it's been well written. Um, there's no way they're going to stick the ending. It's been too good. <laughs> it's not going to be satisfying. I like Shredder's morph suit doesn't have arms. Like it's, He's got <laughs> well, bare arms. He's Shredder. Yep. That's all you know. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's really good. I really like that. It's pretty rad. I'm very excited to see the turtles dressed in the Power Ranger suits. Yes, I've, I mean I've seen the cover art. Yeah, I've but seen that's it. I've seen like the character sheets, and it's rad as hell, and I'm very excited. Which is what got me. Uh, have you seen to read it? <laughs> was that I saw that. Have you seen the the Rangers in their foot gear? Because they can't morph, so they got to dress somehow. I think I did see a picture of that. Yeah. I mean, it looks pretty good. Jason's got his fucking Letterman chest jacket on, though. <laughs> Silly. Because he's, he's a jock, Sky. Well, I've met him. Uh, and so because I read that and I enjoyed it, I went and um, the ongoing Turtle series, mm-hmm. I went back and read there's a... Uh, there's that big like issue 100 where everything like comes to a head. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a prelude to that, and it kind of gives you an overview of the series. So I read that, and then I read issue 100 <laughs> because I read issue 101 is a good place to jump on. So uh, that's my next move is to read that. Nice. And uh, we watched Knives Out. I had a rich full week. Um, so I watched Knives Out again. That was pretty good. And then I watched the the. Ryan Johnson loves DVD bonus footages, so we we watched the like making of Knives mm-hmm. Out, which is interesting because Ryan Johnson is an interesting feller. <sighs> and I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's about it. Uh, but with uh, with everything getting canceled, maybe we'll get more time to read and watch and do stuff. Maybe. Uh, my I... job's not going to get canceled. <laughs> well, yeah, but like even now. Just with the kids not being at the school, I don't have play practice, so that mm-hmm. gives me back a couple hours of my life every day. Sure. My schedule is going to shift, so I'll be, uh, it'll be better, more conducive for evenings, like just hanging out and watching TV and reading and stuff. So, um, good for me is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Did you watch the uh, Turtles and Batman? No, not yet. I, uh, if we had time, I was going to this weekend, but I didn't get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm going too soon. Okay. It's on the list. It's at the top of the list. Okay. I also don't think Katie cares about that. <laughs> so it was the thing I was going to have to do when I was by myself. Sure. And uh, when she was out the other day with her friends, I watched uh, Clone Wars. So, oh, also I watched Clone Wars. That's the thing I did. Good job. I did a lot of stuff this week. I, I feel like we either do a shitload of stuff or nothing. <laughs> There's no in-betweens. <laughs> Sky, how about you? Um, I mean, I watched a bunch of movies and stuff. I do not remember any of them. Because Did you watch Knives Out yet? I have not watched oh, Knives okay. Out yet. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Um, because I've been <clears throat> uh, planning ahead for the the D and D game that I've been running. Um, we've only had the one session, but I I trying to account for the changes I had to make on the fly and that sort of thing. Um. So I've been making up new characters and plotting ahead, and that's been fun. So I put like a movie on in the background, something that I may or may not care about, just so I have some background noise while I yeah. think. Um, so I watched a couple of shitty horror movies, but I was paying attention to other stuff, and I've yeah. also been futzing around with Pokemans. When you watch Knives Out, you gotta look at it. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I I have a bunch of Super Sentai seasons that I haven't watched yet, but that's a thing I have to pay holy attention to because I have to read subtitles. Yeah, that is the hard part about watching stuff is if it's something new and good, you want to, like, look at it. But we're so used to, like, doing other things that if 
sometimes I just put my phone on the charger so I don't have it. Because <laughs> I'm very, I, I just like drift to it. Yeah. Well, I have notes for this D&D campaign across like three notebooks, my phone and my computer. So I'm trying to consolidate. So it's easier. But uh, yeah, I, I'm still very, very excited about the stuff I have planned. But uh, yeah, I haven't really been doing a whole lot other than that. So I think that will probably do it for this week. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. I hope that you are safe and healthy uh, as the world crumbles around us. Um, Don't go to the bar. <laughs> yeah, maybe j- just wash your hands and you'll be fine. Um, the only person allowed in our house uh, for the next two weeks, I think under Katie's um, r- ruling, is you, Scott. <laughs> Because she knows you won't cough in her mouth. That's true. I usually cough into my elbow like a like a person. Um, and I've already coughed and everything here, so yeah. that, that's a lost cause. Well, I mean, so. she's around you the most, so if you have a thing, she's definitely already got it. Uh, apparently, apparently, I was talking in my sleep, and she like <laughs> woke me up. I don't remember any of this. She said she woke me up, and... Uh, and she said, be quiet, you're talking in your sleep. And I, in uh, straight out of a sleep, said, oh, no, that's that's a symptom of the coronavirus, and then went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is really funny. A sleep me is my favorite me. He's, he's always up to something. Uh, he sounds pretty similar to drunk you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Be safe. Uh, be smart, mostly. Like, don't take more than you need i'm not i'm sure you're looking here for your lifestyle tips but like just be cool it's it's just the flu precautions wash your hands and be cool uh, this guy's changing lives <laughs> look i'm a healthcare professional you're something i have to maintain sterile standards it's i know a thing or two about a thing or two um but yeah be safe be healthy be good be cool everything will be fine <laughs> for god's sakes be good <laughs> Yes, it's that's just that's evergreen advice. It's true. Uh, but thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I am at Midwest Love Affair. And thank you very much. We'll see you next week. For more exciting adventures of the Mystic Knights of Tirnano. Stay frosty, everyone. Hey.